From time to time, you will run into a person in the church who is argumentative, hard to understand what you say, fights you, and is basically unruly. And sometimes you'll run into a person that Paul calls feeble-minded. The definition of feeble-minded is so interesting to me. It is defined as follows. A person unable to make intelligent decisions or judgments. We have one person in our group who displays the characteristics of being both unruly and feeble-minded. You can't deal with her the same way when she's unruly as you do when she's feeble-minded. An unruly person takes the information received from God and goes another way with it, changes it, puts his or her own thinking over the information. You warn the unruly, the woman that I was dealing with in the two areas of unruly and feeble-minded. I was dealing with her as an unruly person. She often could not remember what she had said or done. That would not be the unruly person. That's the feeble-minded person. You comfort them. I, unfortunately dealt with her as an unruly person for about 40 years. She came across my path while I was on radio in 1980. One example of unruly, she purchased a little dog because God told her it was time to get a dog. She purchased the little dog. This was ordered from another state. A man who delivered these animals that were sold to different people would fly into the city where the buyer lived and bring the little dog, or I suppose another animal. She told me that she had to go out to the airport around midnight and pick up this little dog. And she was concerned about parking in the short-term parking, even getting short-term. This is a woman who has a defect when it comes to direction. Even in daylight, she has trouble finding her way about various places. That's not unusual for a person to be born with 
that type of defect. That is not feeble-minded. That is simply a defect. But I was concerned about her. I lived in the same city at that time where she lived, and I was very concerned. She would have to go out to the airport, which is north of town, about 10 to 12 miles out into the country. I mean, real country. It would be dark, hard to find your way around. I sometimes had difficulty finding the airport. And I have good sense of direction. It's just a difficult situation. I did not want her to have to park in short-term parking. I was physically unable at that time to accompany her. I turned to God and asked for another plan. And what I heard was, tell her to get a chauffeur-driven car. We had several car services where they simply came and picked you up, took you to the place to which you were going, and brought you back home after you were finished. It was only, I think, about $30 to rent a driver that way. It was a wonderful plan. I was completely relieved over any anxiety about her going out there. He would take her right to the curb of the entry door to the airport. She wouldn't have to walk alone at night from one parking lot to the terminal. I told her the plan that I had heard from God. She liked it at first. But the next time I heard from her, she changed the plan. Now that would be unruly. It came into her mind that she could drive herself. It wouldn't be any problem. But the problem would be that she might have to pick this man up the next morning, and she's a late sleeper. And she would rather just use the chauffeur to pick him up and take him back to the air terminal. This is a grown man who does this for a living all over the United States. He would have no problem getting himself back to an airport because this is his job. Did she put herself back into a state of danger and completely changed the plan that I had heard from God? I was very upset with her over this, and I feel rightly so. And I warned her, and she changed back to the plan that I had heard from God. There were other times when she seemed to be unruly, but she just couldn't remember. That's feeble-minded. When I was shown 
this verse of scripture, I looked up the definitions of feeble-minded, which is a person unable to make intelligent decisions or judgments. Could be just one area of your life. I'm feeble-minded, for example, in numbers. I cannot handle numbers. I also cannot spell. So you could call me feeble-minded in those two areas. Now, at 86 years old, I've had operations and I cannot walk without a walker, and I can't walk long distances, and I can't stand even with a walker for any length of time without pretty severe lower backache. You could be feeble-minded because of surgery, because of another reason. You could be born with a lack of number judgment. I always semi-jokingly say that my problem with numbers and spelling has to do with my mother changing me from being left-handed to right-handed. There may be a little truth in that. Regardless, you must distinguish between an unruly person who just feels their judgments better than God's, and a person who just isn't born with the ability to do a certain function or somehow becomes unable to do something like judging numbers, handling numbers, or spelling, or it could be something else. You deal differently with those people. Warn the unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak if a person is likely to collapse while walking. Give them some support. Wait a minute, hold up. Let them lean on you and be patient toward all, says Paul. This is a scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. If they're just likely to go off the track on some subject, changing the word you have heard from God, make it clear to that person, now you prayed and you heard a word from God. And this is not your own opinion. Comfort the feeble-minded. That person who is unable to do a task, to make a judgment, and to hold with that judgment. Support the weak. That's someone who's likely to fall or turn on a whim. And be patient toward all men. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.